Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope a place where you get to believe in what is possible for your life. And tonight, I have the great honor to welcome back again, Tanya Janke. Tanya is a registered nurse of 25 years. She is passionate about keeping families healthy and happy together by sharing the whole food nutrition of Juice Plus. She is happily married to Corey for 27 years, and that could be 28. We need to clear that up. And they have one son, Christopher, who the whole conversation is about in part one and in part two. And she is also the owner of two sweet pups who fill her life with love and fun. And now I understand why the pups are so important in your life, because you've been this adoptive mama since you were a little kid. Welcome back, yes. Tanya. Oh, thank you, Nita. Thank you for taking the time to talk, talk with me today. I'm just happy to be here. Uh, well, I am just, I am overjoyed to have this time with you and for you to share your story so openly. It's just, it's beautiful. And so anybody who missed part one, I was talking to Tanya about she um, adopted her son, or Tanya and Corey, her husband, adopted their son, Christopher, 18 years ago, correct? He's 18? Yes. Okay. Yes. 18 years ago. And um, that that's the conversation. So in part one, we're covering how she um, decided to adopt, how Corey and, and Tanya decided to adopt. And now I want to dive into this being an open adoption. So that means that the birth parents pick the adoptive parents, which is beautiful. And the birth parents stay in the picture throughout the child's entire life. That's correct, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Wow. Wow. So it's just, mm -hmm. it, it's like a win-win in, in every scenario that I can see in, in my heart. So can we start with that? Um, can we start with how did the birth parents choose you? I mean, what was it about you and Corey that, that they loved enough to um, give their child to you? And what was that whole process like, Tanya? Well, when we were going through the adoption uh, services and all of the classes, we needed to put together a more or less a portfolio. Do you remember scrapbooking where you cut <laughs> out pictures and pasted? Yes, yeah. that was our book. And we still have our <laughs> adoption book. Oh. Um, but yeah, so it was a portfolio of our lives. And... Mm -hmm. The adoptive parents, they chose us, I believe, because of our healthy lifestyle. Um, at that time, I started to run marathons. 
besides pictures of Corey and I, we were running marathons together. We liked Walt Disney World. We had visited Walt Disney World a couple of times. Um, we worked out. So there were some pictures of us, uh, you know, lifting weights, uh, walking our dogs, um, taking care of our cats, pictures of our home. Um, yeah, I think they just liked our healthy lifestyle. Corey and I don't drink alcohol. We, we don't you know, smoke cigarettes. We, we live pretty healthfully being yeah. a nurse and a pharmacist, you know, we take our health pretty seriously. So yeah. I think they really liked that aspect. And at the time they were pretty young. I believe his birth mom was 19 and birth dad was 21 at the time. So they were pretty young and looking at us and we were in our early thirties just knowing that we were stable. We had been married for 10 years at that time, you know, and um, yes, and I think that's what really drew them to us. Okay, okay, awesome. So the birth parents pick you out and then what happens mm -hmm. after that? Like you get a phone call, the agency calls and says, you know, we have a, a potential child for you. How, how does that whole thing yeah. go? Oh, well, I'll try to tell the story without crying, but... So oh. our uh, our social worker, her name was Jane, and uh, Jane was an amazing woman. She had been working at Lutheran Social Services for over 30 years at that time, and she had called me, and I was home alone, and um, she said, Tanya, are you sitting down? I said, I'm standing, but just tell me. <laughs> and by oh. then, it had been a year, and it would be, had been a full year. Wow. Um, because it takes, it takes that long for adoption. And actually, that's a pretty short adoption window. Once you place your application and uh, you go through the home study, you go through all of the parenting classes, um, it, was a, it was a full year. Wow. Um, so actually, it was sh short. And all I had was a crib. I wasn't ready. You know, because I'm thinking this is going to be 18 months, two years, because you don't ever know. We were just mm -hmm. cleared. Our home study was cleared, and, and then it could have happened. And she said, well, he might be coming to live with you next week. And my mind's oh like, oh, my God. I have to pay the <laughs> All I have is a crib. <laughs> and um, he, she said, there's, there's this baby, and they chose you and Corey. And at first I thought, she said, his name is Christian. I said, oh, I love that name, <laughs> you know? Oh. And she said, no, it's Christopher. And I said, oh, I love that name even more. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and um, so, and, which is wonderful because my husband's best friend still to this day, his name is Christopher. And Corey, mm. my husband's brother, his name is Christopher. So, oh, um, wow. anyway, so, um, yes, and so I called Corey right away at work and said, we were chosen and we get to go meet Christopher next week. So that's what, that's how it happens. And then you set up a meeting time with the birth parents. And um, first we met his birth dad and it was within a week and it was amazing. I mean, I just cried the whole time. So I'm like, this baby could be, you know, could be ours, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but I remember, um, Corey holding Christopher for the first time and Christopher grabbed onto Corey's finger, you know? Yes. Oh. He just looked right at him. And he was two weeks at that time. Christopher is two oh. weeks old. Yeah. And it was wonderful, Nada. And I was oh. just like, 
this is it, you know? Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> How sweet. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So then what happens is um, you have to have a court date between the adoptive parents and the birth parents. And the courts were so backed up that we couldn't get a court date until he was two months old. Oh. So, mm-hmm, so we couldn't um, bring him home until December 4th. So during that time, we had met him. His birthday was um, his, his birth date. It was October 2nd. We met him about when he was about two years or two weeks old. And then during that time between that when he was two weeks old to the two months old, when we could bring him home, I went down to Eau Claire, which was um, an hour from my home, almost every day before I went to work as a nurse in the OB department. And I gave him his morning bath and I fed oh. him. And and I was able to have that bond because what they have, is they have something called bridge care. Okay. It's not necessarily foster care, but it's called bridge care. So Christopher went home to um, a bridge care family who had two young daughters. They were, I think, mm-hmm. seven, and, seven and nine at the time. And so that's what bridge care is. So the a, a potential child that's going to the adoptive family, they don't go into a foster home with, you know, a lot of kids and a lot of activity. They go into a home where it's only one or two kids and it's a family, a settled family. And um, it, it was amazing. It was such uh-huh. a gift. Yes. Oh, yes. Because I was going to say, how on earth, after holding Christopher at two <laughs> weeks old, then how on earth do you wait two months? That had to be just the hardest time in your life. But if you can go and see him, even though it's a full hour drive right. away, but you can go and see him and give him a bath and love him and be with him and... Um, right. I mean, like how beautiful did you have, you couldn't leave with him, I'm sure, but you could go even on the weekends and spend more time with him or or on your days off, I guess I should Mm -hmm. say. Okay. So how much time could you actually, how much time could you spend with him? Was there, was it limited or like, could you, oh, how wonderful is it? But that still had to be just heartbreaking that like you're right here Mm -hmm. and I want you in my home. I don't want to drive to see you. I right. want you right here with me. How did you, how did you navigate that? You know, there was, um, you almost had to separate. I had to separate my brain just a little bit, like I, not separate, but like not get too attached. And I'm a very emotional, like love on people. I'm always hugging, touching, loving on people and accepting people. And, um, But I had to keep Christopher just, like, I had to keep that disconnect because you, yeah, you could go crazy, (laughs) you know, because anything could happen because, because, and the birth parents, they could change their mind if they wanted to. Yes, I was wondering that. What happens Mm -hmm. in this, at this bridge Mm -hmm. care, if the parents do decide at that time, like, no, we changed our mind. Right. They they have the right then to take him back. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. But but um, yes, and that's why Lutheran Social Services. There's many agencies that place the place the potential child in the adoptive uh, parents' homes 
before the papers are signed. Lutheran Social Services, well, they didn't 18 years ago. They and I don't know if they do now, but they don't allow the child to like live to like go to the adaptive um, families because those things happen, and that's what you I don't know if you hear horror stories like, oh my gosh, the agency came and took my baby away. Well, more than likely it was because the child was placed prior to the birth parents severing their rights. Yeah. Um, so that's why we had to wait for that court date. And I was patient yeah. and it was very difficult, but I was patient and, um, it, but I had to almost keep it keep them at arm's length. Like I went and I bonded as much as I could. And it was as hard as it was to leave. I said, you know what? He's not in your home yet. And he might not be here the next time. I mean, I didn't make, I didn't think those thoughts very often because I didn't want to you know, right. visualize but you, that. But right. the uh, the possibilities out there. So I was very, um, I was just very clear about it. I didn't get so attached that uh, the outcome because I wanted to make sure I took the steps what I was doing I was just going and I was just bonding as much as I can yeah. taking the steps toward that birth that uh, court date but um but boy when December 4th came that, ah. that's our <laughs> that's when we 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 celebrate our adoption day on December 4th so oh. uh yes and so then we went and the birth parents were there and it was all very civil and of course because we had we had all been in contact with each other we had all met at the um at the bridge care family together taking care of christopher together talking um, sharing uh photos and it's just it's just wonderful <laughs> Yes, yes. Well, now, does Christopher know all of this part? Is that something that, that he's aware mm -hmm. of? Oh, okay. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So I I made sure that as Christopher was being raised, that he knew that we were his parents, but he we would always say, you came out of your birth mom's belly. You yes. Know, we yeah. are your parents, but... I, you were never in my belly, you know, yeah. and, um, and he got that right away. Like, oh. oh, okay. That's cool. Honestly. And I'll tell you this quick story. So he was six years old and I set up this big like picnic date with him and I was going to go and answer all of his questions. And, um, we went to this place called Hunt Hill up in, uh, near Spooner, Wisconsin, way up north in Wisconsin. And he, we, I sat him on this rock and said, okay, Christopher, any questions you have about your adoption, anything, I am here to answer everything. He, and his only question was, he said, well, I just don't understand the whole where I came from, like what belly? And I was like, well, Janessa, she, you know, she had you in the hospital and then we are your parents. Oh, okay, that's cool. And oh, then we went to play. And I, <laughs> That was it. Oh. <laughs> honestly, that was it. So, um, so no questions. And now him being 18 and more or less an adult, if he has a question, he just calls them. Oh. Just, you know, and this is, and now with Facebook, of course, we're all friends on Facebook. And mm. um, it's just, it was wonderful. At, at first, as a brand new mom, Part of me was a little bit like scared yet. Like, 
is she going to come? But I love her so much because she's, you know, I did. Honestly, I did have those kind of uh, questions because I wanted to make her feel so comfortable with the the decision that she made that she, you know, um, and I just loved on her as much as I possibly could. Mm. And she felt that and she, she couldn't, she couldn't even take care of herself. You know, Uh. they had had one night together and then they split up and, um, she, she's had, she has a lot of health problems herself. So, um, and so does his birth dad. So they physically, emotionally, financially could never take care of Christopher, um, as well as they would have liked to. Right. But the love that they have for him is like none other. Ah, yes. Oh, so I would love to talk about that. So how does, because you guys meet up and you get to be together. So so Christopher has seen his birth mother and father many times Mm -hmm. and you guys have all been together. So, so how does that work? So I, I would love to know how it feels for you and then Mm-hmm. If the birth mother, and I guess I, because I'm a mom, I guess I think more of the mother than yeah. the father, but even the mom and the, the birth mother and father, how do they, is there a jealousy part or are they just so grateful that Christopher is so loved and so well taken care of? And how is that for Christopher? So how, how does it look through the lens of each one of your eyes as, as well as yeah. you know? Um. Well, as far as I know, yes, uh, his birth parents are wonderful human beings, full of love, compassion, and caring. They are two of the most compassionate, selfless people that I know. And I think they just knew that they were making the right choice for Christopher. And if they had any kind of jealousy, they did not show it. Mm. And I think they were so grateful that we were willing to open up our home and open up our hearts to them, truly accepting them. And my husband has always said, Tanya, the more people that can love Christopher, the better world this will be and the better person he'll be. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And when you look at it that way, so how would, how could I ever deny that love? Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, and for Christopher, I think it was just the way he grew up. Like, yeah. he's he's got a set of birth parents and he has parents. Yeah. You know, yeah. as yep. Karina. And he, we would always call his birth mom and dad like friends. Those are your friends, you know, and, and, mm. and birth parents like he'd, but he'd like is there a different term? I don't want to call them birth parents. Well, they're friends. They're your friends. Yeah. He's like, yes, that's uh, perfect. He said, that's it. You know, and, um, but it's never been an issue at all. There hasn't been ever like any question, like, where did I come from? Why am I like this? Um, I don't feel accepted. I don't feel, I, if Christopher has those kind of feelings, um, he, does not express that and um he's a well-rounded healthy very very loved yes. <laughs> man yes mm-hmm. wow wow oh i just love it what a beautiful scenario because everybody's needs are met 
everybody's dreams are being met. And especially as the parent that is putting the child up for adoption, when you know and you get to see it in real time and witness it, that that your child is being so loved as if this is like this child did come from my tummy. There's not, and I, I'm assuming that is exactly how it feels for you, but I want to finish that sentence mm-hmm. that for the birth parent to be able to know mm-hmm. that my child is loved as much as I ever would have been able to love this child and given such a, a better life. And I do that in air quotes, but somebody else who is, who is better equipped to raise him in, in, uh, um, what a more structured, more, um, you know, right. Health problems and all of that, that poses it. Cause I'm very, I'm very sensitive and, um, it, this is a very soft spot for me all about adoption. And one day we'll talk about that. So it just, it, okay. it's just, it makes me, it wells tears up in my eyes, just knowing that, that those birth mm-hmm. parents get to look at you and Corey and know that they did absolutely the best thing for Christopher and that you mm-hmm. guys didn't even change his name. And I don't know if that's an option or if you guys mm-hmm. could have changed his name, but that you didn't, it, it just makes me think when we've adopted pets from, Humane Society, we just don't change their name. That's the name that they know, and I want them to stay with that name. And I guess that's my question. Could you have changed his name, or you just didn't even want to? You love that name so much. Like, there's no need. I don't even need to ask if I can change a name. No, and actually, I didn't want to change it. His name is Christopher David, and I I always said when I, I wanted to, when I became a mama, of a human, <laughs> I yeah. wanted to name them uh, uh, after a biblical name, mm. and Christopher means God in love, and mm. David, one of the strong heroes of the Bible, yeah, Christopher David is perfect. I loved it so much, and I really wanted to honor his birth mom because she named him that for a reason, yeah. and I really did not want to take that away. I mm. think he could have been called some beastly name I probably would have kept it just in honor of her but Christopher David is a beautiful name and yes it is a beautiful it's a beautiful name and what a sweet thing for you to do because um Mm -hmm. right like as we're dreaming we think of having kids and husbands and what that's all going to look like and then as we're dreaming that a lot of times a name comes along with it and I think it's so Mm -hmm sweet and tender of you to be so considerate of the birth mom and and to keep the name the same and it is a beautiful name and even if you said even if it was a this horrendous name I probably would have still kept it just out of honor for that birth mom and that just says um loads about your loving and kind heart and how you're just Mm. you're just a loving such a loving person and I couldn't imagine a better family for Christopher to go to and and I think Mm. he knows that so well. I think he knows that as big as he is. Because I've seen pictures. He is a big boy. <laughs> and it's his love is just as oh big my. as that, not more. Yeah. Mm, oh, yeah, Tanya. Of course, we're mm-hmm. going to be in the time warp again because we are. Oh, all no. Okay. It's insane. It's so crazy. So I guess, <laughs> um, I don't know. My, my, my ending question to wrap everything up with, I would say, is... Mm-hmm. What is the biggest blessing that you have discovered, um, have experienced having 
your family, having your beautiful family of you and Corey and Christopher, what's the biggest blessing in that? I think it's all about love. Yeah. I yeah. think the biggest blessing that, and I see it more and more every day, Nada. Mm. That love is all around us. And yeah. it just, yep, we just get to choose to look at it and see it and experience it. Love yeah. it. And you just radiate love. I love you, Nada, oh. <laughs> for what you do and how you show up. Uh, thank you amazing, so much. an amazing gift to the world. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. That caught me completely off guard. Thank you so <laughs> much, Tanya. Oh, my gosh. I have a frog in my throat now. <laughs> uh, well, I just I want to thank you again, Tanya, for being here mm -hmm. and for sharing such a tender story um, of how Christopher came into your life and how you get to share Christopher and the love of his birth parents and how you you and Corey are his loving parent. Well, I don't mean it like that. That yeah. you are the you you and Corey are the parents and the birth parents and that. The love that this young man is surrounded with and you just can't help but have the ripple effect of that going off into the world and I am grateful to you for bringing such love into this world and um, for raising Christopher David in such a beautiful way that he just gets mm -hmm. to emanate all of the love that you and all four um, parents mm -hmm. have given this beautiful mm -hmm. young man so thank you so much for your beautiful gift that you brought to the world. Thank you, dear. Mm. Thank yes. you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, absolutely. So um, I know listeners, if you know anybody who has, who is adopted, or if you are know somebody who is thinking of, of um, putting a child up for adoption, these kinds of beautiful stories happen so often. And um, my wish and my prayer is that it allows you to, glean some hope and knowing that beautiful things can happen when we when we do the thing that feels so right for us in our heart, whether we're on the adopting end or whether we're the ones that are placing a child into adoption. So both beautiful gifts that we bring to the world that way. So Tanya, thank you so much for being here with us. I love and adore you and I'm grateful. Oh, thank you so much, Nada. You have just an amazing day. Thank you so much. And you too. And for all of the listeners, have a beautiful week and we'll see you back here this week. Um, and please be sure to share this information with your friends and family and anybody that you know that can benefit from this conversation with Tanya. Bye-bye for now. I'll see you next week. Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show. And don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.